0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir?
1: Good, man. Good, man. start of a new week. We're just getting a little later and later every time when it comes to recording this podcast, aren't we?
0: Yes, which I hope this time you actually took the garbage out before instead of after. Cause you're gonna be doing a late night garbage trip if that's the case.
1: No, I did. I channeled my inner Mike, and it is out by the curb already.
0: Oh, look at you! Yeah, you're just call me Mister from...
1: Proactive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you've been just learned from what I've been doing. Do, yes, do that's right. First,
1: that's why I try to model my entire life after yours, Mike.
0: Well, you should. I'm yeah. clearly a great role
1: model. If okay. only I could grow the beard. I could probably get a start on it now and maybe in three to four years it might look reasonable.
0: (laughs) I would love, I would love to see you try to grow a beard. We should try and do it.
1: I have only done it one time. I did a, like a Movember thing. Um, And I figured, ah, screw it. I'm just going to not shave. That's basically what it boiled down to. (laughs) And I mean, I got growth, but it wasn't thick. That's the problem. That would have been back in just after college. So I'm now 10 years older than that. So
0: you probably have better follicles in your face.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: I think it's time. I think what we should do is pick an episode and you start growing a beard. It's episode 27. Why not say episode 30? Start at episode 30. And we'll see how long you can grow your beard until it pisses you
1: off so much that you need to shave it. (laughs) Before I want to kill myself? Okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I think that would be fun. I mean, maybe there's a way we can tie a charity event to it. I don't
1: know. We can wait till November, too. We can do the opposite. You shave yours and I'll grow mine. Oh, God. And we'll see how quickly it would take for you to catch back up.
0: Oh, God. I have been sworn to never shave my beard again. Yeah. Uh, You do look good with a
1: beard, Mike. I got to admit.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Laura did ask me once to shave my beard. We did a, a couple's cosplay for a convention. It is the only time I've ever cosplayed at a convention. I shaved my beard. For, or no, sorry. I've only cosplayed twice, and I did shave my beard for this one. And as soon as I walked out of the bathroom after shaving my beard, Laura was like, can I take it back?
1: <laughs> Thanks, dear. Love yeah, you, too.
0: Yeah. With the exception of one photo on on my Instagram, I believe all the photo evidence of me without the beard has, has gone away, unless you're looking at pictures that are old from, like, high school in the early 2000s.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think the last time I remember you doing any sort of work to the beard was would have been, like, Halloween, again, back in our college days. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just shortly after college. You know, because I think you shaved the... Uh, like the, you had like the anti goatee or whatever, you went like for the chops or something.
0: Yes, because I was Wolverine.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I dyed my sideburns, which it's not the same as dyeing your hair. That is something that I learned, because the hair in your beard is so much coarser and thicker than yeah. your like your regular hair. We had to dye my beard four times before the color took.
1: Really, that much? Yeah, Damn. it was
0: it was bad. I, I will never ever do that again. So I'm not sure if that's, like, how that just-for-men stuff works. I mean, I'm sure everyone has noticed that, like, sees me in person, notices the stripe of gray that is coming in at the side of my mouth. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're not as young as we used to be. But now we we are capable of throwing out life lessons all over the place. It's true. You know, growing beards and, and beard options and that sort of thing.
0: The more beard grayness I get, the wiser I appear that's how I'm going to trick everyone is they're going to just think that I'm wise because of how long my gray <laughs> beard is so
1: you know one day a monocle is just going to show up you just going to snap <laughs> your glasses in half
0: yeah I'll have to cut because just keep the one eye shut so I don't have to worry about the blurriness there and keep the other <laughs> glasses monocle away. and
1: eye patch how about that that'd oh, be a deadly combination yeah yes
0: that'd be the coolest guy in the block
1: <laughs> or something
0: yes speaking of cool guys how is your little cool guy
1: ben good my cool guy ben is doing well is um, cool? <laughs> it was just funny how you said it it caught me off guard hey segues are hard <laughs> yeah they, they are they are we took him for his uh his very first swimming experience yesterday oh we, we went with cousin henry we went to um the ancaster aquatic center they have a just like a drop-in day on sundays Mm-hmm. so we got to go in the little kids pool and uh, and float them all over the place and it was a lot of fun both of them really enjoyed it there was no freak outs or anything like that until it came to sort of the post pool time to put your clothes on back sort of thing but we all expected that mm-hmm. but they did enjoy it they kind of splashed around and stuff by the end and it was a lot of fun like I don't know about you but we signed Ben and Henry is going to but we signed them up for like a swim class uh, starting in I think two weeks, something like that.
0: Yeah, we signed William up to a class that begins in April. Supposedly, he's just under the wire of needing. Like he's he's too young. But oh, okay. At the okay. at the same time, we were like, let's sneak him in, and we snuck him in. Like we got him in just under the wire. Yeah. So.
1: Well this I, is when I, I, you can use like his his birth certificate age rather than his adjusted age, right? That's yeah. <laughs> exactly what we
0: did. That is exactly what we did cuz his adjusted age is I believe a week or two shorter than what how old he needs to be to be in the class. Right. So he'll he'll be old enough by his regular age but not by his adjusted age. Okay. So, yeah, we're but- cheating.
1: Yeah, well, we're, I'm really looking forward to it. I think he's going with Tiff on like Tuesdays and that sort of stuff, and then we signed him up for another one that starts a little later down the road that my brother and I are going to take them to on Saturdays. So it mm-hmm. should be uh, should be a lot of fun. Nice, so looking forward to that. And then we um, this story is a little older, but we had them both in Jolly Jumpers at the same time in the same door frame. Mm-hmm. It was very impressive. It was like synchronized swimming. Except I was gonna for say. bouncing.
0: How synchronized did they get? Like, shockingly.
1: It- and, and it's it was funny on how different they both bounce. Ben jumps as it's if <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's going on with my voice here. You should um,
0: drink some water. I always have a glass oh, well, of water. Wow, okay, ready. let me
1: let me do that for you. Oh. Refreshing. Yes. Um yeah, so Ben bounces like it's his job. So he is trying to jump <laughs> as high and as powerful as possible. Like he mm-hmm. is going for, for, for height, basically, right? Whereas Henry tends to lounge a little bit more now. He's in it for sort of the relaxation and, you know, yeah, I'm kind of I'm vibing this, man. You know? right. So it's funny to watch the two of them go. But Henry does like watching his feet when he jumps, which is really funny because he's got his head kind of craned all the way over, sort of checking out what's going on down there.
0: No, that's good. That's
1: fine. yeah. How's uh, how's William coming with his? He doesn't have a jolly jumper, but he's got a, a different sort of thing.
0: He does not. He we got like a little bouncy thing. He's not really been into it so much. His big thing right now is we've been doing a lot of sitting with him. Okay. He's getting very good at, at, at sitting. We take the old pregnancy pillow that Laura used to sleep with that took up three quarters of the bed. And we put that kind of on his legs and then wrap it around him. So he's kind of like in this cushion of pillow and he sits in the cushion for a while until he inevitably falls over. Right. But uh, but he does a pretty good job of staying upright while he's in it. So he's doing good with that. And we do have a new chair for him. We actually, I just finished setting it up for him before we started doing the podcast. It's kind of like a chair that you have. Actually, Laura and Tiff were out together together. Last week, Tiff brought this chair with her because Laura was telling her about. We have this mamas and papas chair that we actually inherited from my brother and his wife. Okay, Uh, and and we found when we sat him in the chair, he didn't stay upright. He more just kind of sagged forward, and like his solar plexus was in like there's like a a plastic bit that sticks up between the legs, right? Yeah, and he just sort of leaned on it. It was kind of like a spike in his chest. (laughs) (laughs) And so Tiff suggested that we do this chair that you guys have, so Laura plopped him in it, and apparently he loved it, so we got our own, and it arrived today, and we assembled that, and he was upstairs in it before I came down, and we actually have this thing now, another thing that we've inherited from the, the cousins... It's a spinny wheel and you just spin it and it makes noise and it's like a suction cup and you stick it down on like a table in front of them and spin it and it goes like, let's count to three and like stupid, you know, it's baby toy noises, right? Right, okay. So, but you put that in the chair on the the table part of the chair and he, he just is enthralled. Just, I think if you go on... I mean, you can go on Laura's Instagram and see the video of it, but, you know, not everybody else can. By the time (laughs) this airs, by the time this airs, no one will have been... Anyone who has access to Laura's Instagram, it will be long gone, so...
1: Right, right. Timely, timely. So, did William... Going back to the sitting thing, did William show interest in wanting to sit up? Because I know for Ben like he has one he laying down on his back was unacceptable at any time like he was yep. always trying to do crunches and sit up and if you were kind of holding him on your lap he always wanted to sit and now he's sort of graduated to always wanting to stand and try to walk so was William sort of the same sort of thing or is this more of like a a forced learning
0: well it's a not so much a forced learning, as in like, oh, this is the natural evolution of what we've been doing, right? Because we've kind of been holding him on our lap, of like him kind of sitting on our laps, and and then he would start to get fussy, and we realized that he's just bored. He's bored sitting there. Yeah. So then we moved him into this chair, and and now, like, this is the thing, or into the sitting position, and that's something that he's started to get pretty good at. And and now, he, actually, earlier tonight, he was doing sit-ups, like, doing little crunches, almost. So, he's getting into that area as well.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah.
0: He's doing well. He's doing well. Uh, I will tell you one thing he did not do well this past weekend, and that was go to the bathroom. We had our first issues with William and his poop, I will say. Oh, no. Was he backed up? Well, no. It was much the opposite, where he was a fountain. And, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so we had the watery poops, and we've never really had watery poops with him. And we actually kind of were worried that he was sick, but he's, he's... didn't seem like he was sick, like he wasn't upset or anything like that. We just noticed that he pooped a lot in the day. And some of those poops were just basically water. Right. And we had our first, like, we haven't had a blowout. And, you know, for those who aren't familiar with the term of blowout, blowout is like they poop so much that they poop out of the diaper and into their pants and out of their pants.
1: Yeah. And not just like a slight seepage like, this is a full-blown, you know, up-the-back kind of thing. Yeah.
0: So, we, we've never had a full-blown blowout yet. And it was funny, because the other day, he's... This is before we started discovering the watery poops, is I was trying to feed him, and he was just being really fussy. Like, really fussy. And, and I'm like, why is it that you're so... Like, you're fighting me on this so hard. Like, I, I likened it to, like... <laughs> Laura Laura got it, but I guess you have to, to play these kind of games. When you're playing a video game and then there's a fishing mini game in it. You know what I mean? Like when yes, the, say yeah. you're playing Zelda and you there's it, like, okay, I'm gonna go catch a fish, and then like you get the fish on your hook and and you have to pull the stick to the right, and then the fish goes to the left, and you gotta pull the stick back to the left. And then the fish goes back to the right, and, and it's that kind of thing, like you're fighting back and forth all the time, and, and the entire time your controller's shaking like crazy. It was like that, but with a bottle in a baby's mouth. Okay. So, you know, you move the bottle to his to his right, because he turned his head to his right, and then he turns his head to the left real fast, and and you gotta compensate to, to so that he doesn't like spit the bottle out kind of thing. That's how I likened feeding him, was like a fishing minigame in a video game. Mm -hmm. and i'm like why are you fighting me so hard and then he pooped and it was like oh okay everything makes sense right and but the thing was is laura thought that he might have been too hot because of the outfit that he was wearing okay because he was wearing a kind of a fuzzy outfit so we stripped him down out of the fuzzy outfit oh
1: no and he's
0: sitting on my lap in just a diaper and he poops and i'm like oh no like is it the end of these pants for me kind of a thing and and i look and there's no poop there's no poop sticking at the back there's no poop sticking at the front no poop coming at the legs but i can see because he sort of leaned forward a bit like the back of his diaper there's a bit of space between his back and his diaper and i can see the poop in there okay sure and and i'm like oh this poop is just on the borderline here like this poop is, is is ready to roll. So I got very lucky that the poop did not come out the back of the diaper and, and onto me. So I finished feeding him because, of course, now that he's pooped, he f- you know feeds like a million dollars. And Laura takes him and goes and she's like, well, I'm going to go change his diaper. Well, she made the mistake of rolling him onto his back. So when she did that, it was like squeezing out a tube of toothpaste, uh,
1: and all the poop <laughs> oh came no. out, out oh the back no. of his,
0: yeah, onto onto his blankets, onto the change table, everything. So Laura, I, Laura's like, oh God, how are we going to clean this? And I'm like, just take him right into the bath. Take him right into the bath. I'm going to get rid of this meth mess, and I'm not, not, not the meth.
1: <laughs> wow. whole <laughs> different podcast all of a sudden. Yeah. It's, it's the new Breaking
0: Bad podcast. Yeah. But- i i i'm gonna take care of this mess you go wash that baby because he's just coated in poop so she goes and she takes him she washes him i take his clothes down or not the clothes but the blankets that he was on i take the blankets downstairs into the laundry room into the laundry room sink and i like spray the hell out of them to get all the poop out rinse them all out put it all into the washing machine, and I'm like, man, that was absolutely disgusting. What could be worse than that? And I look over on the floor, and there's cat shit on the floor. In front of the cat box. Literally in front of the cat box. And not only that, you can tell that someone has tried to paw it into the litter, the litter that has been knocked out of the basket. Oh, on nice. the. F- so, So somebody tried to bury it in the litter, the barely there litter. And and then on top of the carpet because there's a carpet there we put a carpet down to try and catch the litter so they don't drag it all over the house yeah on the carpet is more poop that has been smushed into the carpet and then someone
1: threw up on the poop well i'd throw up too if i stepped in the poop
0: apparently but it was it was a hairball someone had a straight had a hairball on the poop and while i was cleaning that up the i actually the hairball fell out of the cloth that i was holding and fell onto my foot so it was just this oh, weird poop nasty. day it's not fun and then yeah. that's when we that was the beginning of us discovering that he had really watery poops and then the next day we ended up going to laura's sister's for her birthday and the watery poops continued and that was when we had our blowout we had our very first blowout And it was on Laura's lap while she was feeding him on her sister's couch. Thankfully, we did not get any on the couch. But when we went upstairs to change him, we managed to not get any of the poop out onto the bed. But he then peed while we were changing him. Oh, no. So he peed on the bed. So it was pretty funny. We came downstairs. Her sister was like, how bad is it? We're like, well, the good news is we didn't get any poop on your blankets. Buddy Pete on the blanket, <laughs> so you could tell that she was very impressed. Very impressed. What a great birthday gift from her nephew!
1: Yes, he was absolutely. Pee on the sheets, the personalized the sheet. even.
0: Mm-hmm. He like tried to write his name and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you had to start sometime, right?
0: So that was that was our weekend with William. His poops are a little more solid these days, and that seemed to be the end of it. But uh,
1: well, that's. Uh... That's an interesting story, Mike. <laughs> yeah. My, also, my... lesson learned for the future. You know, only change the child in the bathroom or something like that.
0: Oh, if if you see the poop, like, peeking out of the diaper like that, do not lie him down. It is, like I said, it was just like squeezing that last bit of toothpaste yeah, out of a toothpaste. That's too. horrible. Well,
1: yep. That's so funny. It's like that what was it, a couple podcasts ago right it's when i was saying like my whole life is just poop now that's your whole life too right yep. it's just clean up cat poop clean up baby poop next stop laura
0: it's gonna happen yeah one day.
1: it absolutely will
0: i mean it wouldn't be the first time i've like cleaned up laura's fluids i mean <laughs>
1: okay well hey hey we, we don't mean, need to know
0: about this my <laughs> She's thrown up before. Oh, I mean, you, okay. You think right. she's never, you know, had a few too many Chardonnays and yeah. and I needed to take care of the mess?
1: Like, come on.
0: What I don't know what you were thinking. Oh, blood.
1: horrible things, Mike. There's
0: her blood everywhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, you gave... Uh, well, I guess you didn't give birth. You, gave, you had the C-section, so maybe you had to clean that up. I don't know.
0: Uh, there was a big bucket of it at yeah, one point. Yeah, a big bucket. So. They had
1: the suction, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yes...
1: so the big question is how do we segue out of this conversation
0: as i said before segues are hard
1: they are but
0: there's a lot of things going on in other facets of the world that we can talk about where things that we might have an interest in like say technology and video games how
1: about that yeah yeah they are very Um, interesting aren't they
0: yeah, I actually managed to get some more time in some some video games over the weekend when Captain Pooh Palace wasn't having some good times. So, uh, during his naps, I was able to put some serious time into both some Assassin's Creed and Spider-Man. I went back to Spider-Man. Oh. Yes, the, the DLC has finally gone on sale, so I've hopped into it now and I'm enjoying it
1: quite a bit. Oh, that's good. Uh, was well, it um, Does it live up to the, I'll say, hype of the original?
0: Yeah, well, it, the thing that's great is the original Spider-Man game was just a lot of fun. So, I mean, I'm just continuing my fun. I will say, though, that having spent a lot of time away, because Spider-Man came out back in like September, so I finished that in October or so. Hopping back into it, there was a bit of a learning curve to get back into it. Uh, uh, okay, yep. To try and remember, oh, what buttons do what. I mean, that's, that's, it's the same with any game that you stop playing for, for any amount of time and then go back to it. Like, how do you do anything? So I'm, I'm probably going to forget how to play Assassin's Creed Origins. So when I go back to Assassin's Creed Origins, when I'm finished with the Spider-Man DLC, I won't remember how to do a thing in that game. <laughs> yeah,
1: so. You have to start writing yourself a little cheat sheet or something there, right? Yeah. You can go reference it afterwards. Mm-hmm.
0: But the thing is, is like, you know, finding the time to play, especially when I'm at home, you know, I got to sit down at my console it sounds like there's a lot of things going on in the world right now where people are trying to solve those kind of problems and make it so that you can just kind of play any game anywhere
1: well what you were you were telling me this is that that streaming thing right that microsoft uh or no not microsoft
0: well okay so right now there is microsoft has got project x cloud the thing that they've announced yeah and the idea with that is you can stream to any device. You can stream your game to, it's all done, like the game is in the cloud at some ridiculous high tech Microsoft, like uh, data farm, where it's all like these high end PCs that are put together in blades. I guess that's the technical term for it is blades.
1: Well, yeah, kind of, kind of. Well, but we w- yeah. we won't get into that. That's a whole other okay. conversation.
0: Well, there's like these data farms that are like 20 computers in one, essentially. Yeah. And each in, in in there, there's like 300 computers that are that computer. You know. Yeah. So thousands and thousands of computers. So the idea is is that you'll stream from these high end PCs, whatever game you want to play, and you can stream to to your TV, to your phone, to your tablet, to somebody else's device. Like the rumor is is that they're working on a, some sort of deal with Nintendo where you'll be maybe able to stream your Xbox games to the Switch, which would be pretty insane. Like yeah. that's that's crazy to to hear something along those lines, but I mean that's kind of the the hand that Microsoft is playing right now, you know, they they're like we don't care where you play our games. Just play our games. Yeah. This is it's, essentially what they're doing.
1: Well, it is interesting because um, I, I'm... You know, obviously, we've mentioned before, like, I'm in the tech field and stuff, and Windows 10, they it's in a preview now... And basically what they've discovered in this preview is that Microsoft is building the Xbox environment into Windows 10 as well. So this Mm -hmm. is a little bit different from the streaming thing that you were mentioning. But basically the idea would be is that, okay, you can buy your Xbox One console or whatever the next one's going to be, Xbox Two. Or what you can do is just buy the game for your computer and play it on the computer as if it were an Xbox which is kind of an interesting technology there, right? Because I think mm-hmm. they're they're saying, and there's been some leaks saying that the next Xbox is basically just going to be a computer with no optical drive at all. Like everything well, is just going to be downloaded, well, download only, and, and it's going to be more or less like the PC world is today.
0: Well, the rumor is, is that there are three versions of the Xbox coming soon. Yeah. There is going to be the one that is on its way soon the rumor is it's going to be around as soon as april maybe may and it's an xbox like the current xbox okay so it's not whatever their next thing is it's their current xbox and it is digital only and it's going to be super cheap no optical drive like you were saying and it will play you know whatever is out right now because i mean like one of the things that xbox has over over playstation is they have this thing called the xbox games pass where you pay like a monthly fee i think it's 10 bucks and there's a whole bunch of games it's like a net it's it is like netflix okay but but in the sense of instead of you're streaming the games you can download the games and it's been proven to be a fairly big value like perfect example is i don't know if you heard about crackdown 3 crackdown 3 is not good okay but it's
1: (laughs) it's good enough
0: yeah, okay. well, I mean, I I didn't play it, but everything I've heard about it, because I mean, I don't have an Xbox. Everything I've heard about it is it's good enough, you know, like it's it's fun, but it does nothing. Like they said, the game could have come out in two thousand and eight and been and felt exactly the same. Right. But the thing that people are saying is is they played it on this Games Pass thing, Game Pass, and they're like. I only paid ten bucks for it. I don't care. I had so much i I got ten bucks worth of fun out of it, you know like yeah. so well, the- all of the people who paid for game Pass, you know they they made got their, you know, they got the money. Xbox got the money from the people who bought game Pass and you know the people who, wanted to play Crackdown got their fun out of it for a much lower price than buying a brand new game for 60 bucks.
1: Well, and that's sort of the Steam logic too, right? Is they they did a bunch of studies sort of a long time ago where it basically said you're better off, you know, like, let's say you had a $60 game and it's not selling, it's not selling. You're better off to drop the price by 80%, sell the thing, you know, for $10 or whatever 80% works out to be because people will buy it for 10 bucks. Right. And I mean, I'm, I'm totally guilty of that is, Oh, I won't buy this game for 30. Oh, it's $3. All right. I'll buy it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like bro force. You know, we, we got our $10 of value out of it very easily. That's true. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, I can definitely see that working. I'm I'm really curious, Mike, and you're a big PlayStation guy, right? That's sort of your yeah. your jam. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if now we're starting into venture. Or excuse me, that wasn't even English. We're starting to venture into the territory where Microsoft has the extreme upper hand because consoles are basically becoming computers. And obviously, you know, Windows has dominated the computing market for years. And Microsoft's very experienced in the computing market. I'm Mm -hmm. wondering if, you know, sort of that dominance of PlayStation and the PS4 and whatever the PS5 coming down the pipe is. I wonder if it's now Microsoft's time to take over. Because all this technology and stuff you've been talking about, they've been doing it on the computer for years, and it's just a matter of flipping the switch, right? Right. So, I I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I'm curious to see how it plays out. It's interesting,
0: because from the way that things have been, nobody has owned two console generations in a row. Like, PlayStation ran away with the PlayStation 2. Like, PlayStation 2... The PlayStation 2 is still the highest selling console of all time. You can still buy brand new PlayStation 2s all over the place. Yeah. Like they they only stopped making them like 5 years ago. Yeah. A- and it came out in like 2000. So I mean, that tells you that thing had a huge lifespan. Nobody's going to catch that anytime soon. But then they got Sony got super confident. They made their fancy smancy PS3 and apparently it was extremely hard to program for its processor because they made this special custom processor that they were like oh nobody will be able to like crack it and it'll be this special thing and it'll it'll be so great and then nobody was able to make games for it unlike the xbox 360 and xbox 360 did a really good you know like it was essentially developing for a computer like you said so it did really well like the xbox kind of came out of the gate and did way better than the ps3 and by the end the ps3 kind of caught up like they they burned a lot of their goodwill at the beginning and then they kind of made up for it later by making some smart consumer moves yeah which is what happened with the ps4 they when they came came time for the ps4 to come out they got somebody to come on board and he was like okay make it a fancy computer and make it easy to develop for and that way people will want to put their games on our console yeah and and then they also made some smart choices when it came to like Allowing used games to still exist on the console and things like that. Just things that Microsoft at the time with the Xbox One, because Xbox 360 did so great, Xbox One come along and they're like, oh, we can do what we want. We did such a great job. It's the same thing that happened with the PS3. Everybody, for whatever reason... Whoever wins the previous console generation puts their foot in their mouth with the release of the next thing and screws it up, and then somebody else takes over.
1: Well, it's sorry, I I was just gonna say it's ironic because, like you said, the 360 was just a straightforward device, and the PS3 was overly complex, even from a user standpoint. You know, it kind of did everything. It didn't, it played games, it played movies, it did this, it did that. And then the lesson learned should have been you're buying the console just to play games. And then, but what they did is they they basically made the the Xbox One, the PS3, and the PS4 made it. It was like their version of the 360, right? Like a much simplified version. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, so. I don't
0: know if you've ever seen the supercut of the Xbox One launch event when like they first premiered it, and it's all like they're talking all about TV. Like it's entirely about how the thing has, was basically like a DVR and yeah, and it was can can a big media TV.
1: center, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: That's all they talked about. And then they made some amazing gaffes where people were like, because they, they, their idea was everything was going to be always online and, and all the games needed to be on. Like your, your, your system needed to be online at all times to verify the license for your game, which is where the, you can't have used games thing came in. And apparently, it was going to make it easier to share your games because yeah. you could have like friend accounts that you could share your games across. But it was still very like you could you still couldn't have used games. So people were very against it. And then people had questions. They're like, well, I live in an area where I don't have good internet like th- how will I play my games yeah, exactly. if my internet's crappy and then some executive Don Matrick at Xbox was like well we have a device for people who have bad internet and it's called the Xbox 360 and people were pissed at that like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you don't sass the internet that's a very yeah. bad thing to do
0: yeah and then playstation came out and they made all these jokes that were basically like like i don't know if you've ever seen the video that was like uh, how do you share a game on on playstation 4 and it was all done as like this whole thing like an instructional video and and it was like like this intro and it was like how do you share a game on the playstation 4 and then it cuts to two guys going here you go thanks and that was it that was the entire video <laughs> like they did stuff like that and then like they had their E3 conference where they came out and they basically everything that Xbox had said earlier in the day they had a counterpoint to and like people were cheering like it was the biggest reaction i've ever heard at an E3 conference right it was, was the PlayStation president at the end jack tretton going like this is the price it plays used games you don't need to check in online every day like all of that stuff people were like oh man like it like it was the greatest thing in the world yeah so so it's curious to see what will come because i again like the other thing i I mentioned of the three devices that are being talked about i only mentioned the one but they're talking about a high-end xbox for the next one like whatever the next Xbox is with its high graphics and stuff. But it will have, as it's, I guess the best comparison is it's, it's the Xbox One X, the one that does the 4K and all that right, stuff. Right. So they'll have that high-end box still for people who want that that has the Blu-ray disc drive and stuff like that. Sure. In it. But then they will also have, like we were talking before, a digital-only box that is significantly cheaper for people to kind of get in at a lower price point
1: yeah it sounds like it's basically turning into the pc market you know honestly you know you can spend the money and get an upgraded graphics card and a better processor and all that stuff or you can get the value build that only has fewer bells and whistles like, it, this it all sounds very eerily familiar to me
0: it's funny i'm at the point now where i'm kind of being like the the playstation pro when they first announced the playstation 4 pro I'm like this is dumb who needs this and now i'm kind of like Oh, oh i want it. Do I, need <laughs> it do I need it the point though is that i gotta think of is one i have two ps4s and they both work fine and i also don't have a 4k tv so i would get the improved performance but yes. i wouldn't be getting many of the other benefits that come from having a ps4 yeah Pro.
1: well okay so here's a question from you know before we get too far away from the streaming thing so i want to circle back to that but here's yeah. a question for you as a console guy Do you notice frames per second? Like, how, where does frames per second register on your personal radar?
0: God, it does not. I, I'm not a frame guy. I can't notice frames. It's weird. Like, I know there's a lot of people that can just look at a screen and be like, that's 28 frames. And yeah. be like, whoa, how do you know it's exactly 28 frames, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then you pull up the, the, the counter in the corner and it's like, yep, this is 28 frames. Yeah. Like, there are some people who are really stupid Yeah, they're a good savant, yeah. But I can't. Like, I mean, I can see it. I see it when somebody posts, like, a video that's like a side-by-side
1: comparison sure. video.
0: But you it doesn't—it like, doesn't
1: really bother you though if you're getting 28 versus 60 or something no, like that. Though.
0: No, like I, it bothers me when I'm getting like 19 and everything's skipping around all over yeah. the place. But if it's you know consistent 30, I'm still pretty happy. Okay. So.
1: Yeah, no, it's curious because because in the PC world, frames per second is everything. Yeah. You know, you will make that game look like complete garbage as long as you can run it at 60 frames a second, right? Like, it, it it's the lifeblood of PC gaming is the frames per second. But going back to the streaming conversation, like, that technology exists today, except it's within your house, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. the PS4 supports, what's it, the second screen, I think is what they call it.
0: Yep, they do the remote play, the remote play.
1: Yeah, remote play. And then, you know, for computers, uh, it's the stream or sorry, not stream link, Steam link. Um, Mm -hmm. So basically what you can do is you can have your kind of non-gaming laptop in the living room and have your really powerful computer upstairs. And that upstairs computer plays the game, but you actually are controlling it from uh, the the shitty laptop in your living room. Mm -hmm. And I've done that before and it works shockingly well. Like way better than I ever would have thought so you know obviously that's a a local area solution but I mean with the way internet speeds are going and stuff it's like I can definitely see it working extremely well you know over the internet over cloud yeah. servers and virtual servers and that sort of thing
0: well I do I do the remote play because I have PlayStation Vita and I love my PlayStation Vita rest right. in peace PlayStation Vita because they finally discontinued that thing like a week ago. <laughs> Which I can't believe that it held on for that long, but I, I love my Vita. If people can find Vitas out there, buy Vitas, they're great. Thousands of games. Anyway, sorry, I'll get off my Vita soapbox. Yes, that's right. Um, I, I do the remote play with the Vita. Like, usually what will happen is when we're watching Big Brother or something, something I don't need to pay too much attention to, I'll throw on the Vita and I'll grind through a game that I'm... Uh, I'm grinding through like a perfect example is I'm, I'm going for the platinum trophy in one of the WWE games and to get the last few trophies, I need to be able to purchase in the the career mode, all of the managers and all of the special moves and stuff. Mm -hmm. But you need like a ridiculous amount of money to do it. So I have to just kind of keep grinding through matches to be able to pull it off kind of a thing. So, I mean, that's, I'll, I'll throw that on and just fight my way through matches because the thing is is i'm at the point where i don't need to win the match i get paid the same amount of money whether i win the match or lose the match so i just i'm playing through the matches going through the motions or like when i was playing persona 5 um there's a it's which is an rpg there's points where my character wasn't powerful enough to beat the next boss so i would go into one of the dungeons and, and grind for levels so i would you know while we were watching TV, I just have my characters running around, getting into battles and, and leveling up, stuff like that. That's what mostly what I use the remote play for, just because like, I'm not in a good position to just sit and play. I have before. I have before I used my Vita to remote play a game that I was playing somewhere else. Like, right. I was at a hotel, and I was playing the game that i was playing at home while i was in the hotel which sometimes depending on the hotel's it's wi-fi to
1: hotel internet yikes yeah, it can be
0: pretty <laughs> shit but i mean playstation also has the playstation now service which is kind of their project x cloud kind of thing right but it does have drawbacks like what they've done with it is you can you can do a like a, an all you can eat buffet kind of rental price for it. Okay. But it's not like the Games Pass, which is nine dollars or whatever it is. It's like thirty bucks or something like that. Like it's significantly more. And you can also kind of essentially rent games off the service to, to play. Like you can rent for thirty days or seven days or something like that to, to play these games. My biggest issue with with the PlayStation now service is I would use it so much if I could play games that I own. Like perfect example is uncharted three uncharted three. I own that game. I, it was a play. I think it was a PlayStation plus game at one point. So I have a digital copy of that game, even though I also have a physical copy of that game. I do own a digital license for that game. But if I wanted to stream it over PlayStation Now, I need to pay an additional fee to rent it from the PlayStation. Oh, now store.
1: I, I see what you're saying. Okay, so, yeah.
0: I mean, if if they were able to tie it to my store account where I've actually made purchases and I could play games that I own already instead of renting games that I don't have, it would probably be something that I would use a lot more. Like, a perfect example is I have two PlayStation 4s, one downstairs and one upstairs. If I had the digital license to, say, again, Uncharted, I could, you know, hop upstairs and play my game in the cloud without having to transfer the system, the game from one system to another, that kind of thing. You know, that would be way more convenient than being like, oh, okay, I got to run downstairs and grab the disc and bring it up or whatever, or right, whatever. absolutely, whatever. yeah. The rumor is, and I really hope that this is true, is that they are going to, now that they've removed PlayStation 3 and Vita games from PlayStation Plus freebies, is that they're going to fold PlayStation Now into the PlayStation Plus membership to make it worth more money, like to make it more worth it kind of a right. thing. I really hope that's true. I doubt it. I, I mean, well, I guess we'll time will tell. And then again, we'll see what streaming features play into the PlayStation 5. The only thing I keep hearing about the PlayStation 5, like Sony's been pretty quiet about what they're doing with yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't heard anything either. I've heard a patent that... Because people are always harping on... like, yeah, I'm sure you've heard about the Xbox backwards compatibility where they, it plays Xbox 360 games and yes. even original Xbox games. And they figured out how to do that via emulation. Like you can actually take an original Xbox... The, the, not the Xbox one, but the first Xbox, you can yes. take in a, a first Xbox game and put it into your Xbox one and it will play via emulation as long as it's a supported game. Well, PlayStation f- has nothing like that right now. Like you can play digital versions of p s two games, but they have to be specifically games that were made for the service and there's not many there's like 20 games maybe that support that they've actually re-released that use this kind of emulator like i can't just take a piece of two game off my shelf and throw it in and i was
1: gonna say i imagine there's a substantial amount of recoding and stuff required and why would you waste your time on a you know 15 year old game right
0: but the thing is is xbox has figured it out and people are really happy with it yeah. And and they a lot of people that I've seen, they'd say, like, oh, I'm more likely to play an older game because my better-looking modern-day console plays it and makes it look better. Like, Red Dead Redemption, the first Red Dead Redemption on Xbox 360, if you throw that into an Xbox One X, it will up that game with a 4K texture pack. Yeah. like It makes that game look better. Yeah, it and, looks so much and, nicer. Well, this is exactly and,
1: like emulators on a computer, right? I mean, and again, that's the advantage that Microsoft has at this point is they're yeah. giving you little mini computers.
0: Yeah, well, the rumor is for the PlayStation 5 is because some patent was found that it will play everything. It will play PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 games. And if it does that, I'm all aboard because I still have PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4 games.
1: Sure, yeah. No, it makes absolute sense. I mean, that's the one thing I've always liked about computer games is, you know, the games I got back in 1995 when I got my first Windows computer, I can still play them. I mean, yes, sometimes it takes a little bit of jigging around and that sort of thing, but they're still all very playable and... You know, obviously, having a computer that's you know two thousand times faster than the the first one I had makes them a better experience. But yeah, you know, when you buy a game, it doesn't just get shelved forever because that computer you know burnt the you know bit the dust or anything like that.
0: Right. I mean, all of this could be completely rendered moot by the end of the week because the day we're recording this, then tomorrow. They are actually... Google is having a press conference where they are going to announce something that they've been working on. They've been working on this streaming service for some time. They did a test event in, I think it was November, where people could play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is a very brand-new, high-tech, you know, very beautiful game. And people were able to play it in Chrome browser windows. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever they're doing... Who knows what that could be? That could be the next revolution in streaming.
1: Yeah, you know what? I I'm really curious to see how it plays out. And and Assassin's Creed is a perfect demo game because it's not a Twitch game. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, you know, obviously reaction time plays, you know, a some role, but it's not like a first-person shooter or a game like Rocket League, right, where, you know, a split second decision is the difference between a goal or not. So I I'm curious to see if if this Google device you know what the what the library will basically be or you know, on any of these streaming games right are they going to are they going to include first person shooters or are they not are they going to just kind of have a select number of of games i'd be i'm really interested to see how it all plays out
0: i'm interested to see if they're like oh and we have Fortnite because
1: like wow well, of, of course yeah they all have to you know everybody's gotta have. <laughs>
0: everybody's gonna have Fortnite. yeah
1: they'll probably have a tetris on there too i'm sure Or or is it going to go the way of half the Google products and it's going to be pushed real hard for a year and then they're going to shelve it later? Because, I mean, Google is notorious for that.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, let's try and liken this interesting nerd topic to the other part of the podcast. Like, when our kids are playing video games, how are they going to be playing them? Are they going to be playing them the same way that we're playing them right now? Or will they be doing what we were just talking about where it's like, I'm going to stream whatever to my phone and they're like they're not playing you know five nights at freddy's on their phone they're playing assassin's creed odyssey they're playing full-blown
1: triple-a titles yeah
0: yeah it will be interesting
1: i don't know must be nice being a kid nowadays. <laughs> I know.
0: Everything's so much better than when, when we were kids.
1: Uh, no, I know. I know. It's unbelievable.
0: I mean, they got the, all these smartphones. I remember when I was a kid, it was like you gotta push the dial thing back, like ch 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 ch
1: That's right. And Nine. they have games with actual stories and not finishings, like just congratulations, you beat the game. Yes. Go back to your Con- life now.
0: Congratulations. With yes, all like the right. really bad like English uh, end That's right. And looking at
1: you, Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours. We will never get back, Mike.
0: That was a great time. Yes, it, was. it, it was. Yes, we will not get that time back. You are completely correct. So I think that will do it though for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenrdsfulltimedads.com as well as on iTunes, Google Play, maybe where you'll be buying your video games, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox and your favorite podcasting listening service. If you want to get a hold of us to let us know any helpful tips or even what we know is dead wrong or where you'd like to play your video games in the future, you can send us an email to dads at part or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more Nerdy Dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon.
1: hooray another one in the books mike
0: man i did so much better when i had some sleep i didn't yeah, stumble yeah that's right the everything intro, first time
1: times. it was very crisp i'm very proud of you mike